Welcome. You're listening to Women's Health and Beyond with Dr. David Goslin, the only podcast for women providing a physician's point of view on everything relating to women's health, sexual medicine, and cosmetic gynecology. Get ready to discover the latest and hottest topics in women's health and how they relate to you. Welcome, everyone. This is Dr. David Goslin. Today's March 25th. I'm telling you this because I, like you, am stuck at home in isolation. Now, there are some positives. I've never spent so much time with my kids, which has been wonderful, but at the same time, I feel antsy and a little frustrated and obviously stressed. And so, therefore, I decided to bring on the show today a guest. Her name is Lynn Case. She runs a company called Fit for Mom. Um, I had the honor of delivering two of her kids. And she is doing some really special things online to keep families as active and healthy as possible within their house. And I wanted her to come out and tell us a little bit about. What she recommends we do as a family, certain activities that could be fun and get the kids going, as well as lowering our stress levels and trying to somewhat stay healthy, both through nutrition and exercise. On that note, we're going to call Lynn Case, who's also isolated at home with her family. Let's give her a call. Hi, Lynn. This is Dr. David Goslin. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. So, Lynn, we have a question for you. I am in isolation with my family. I have little kids. I'm trying to do as many telemedicine consults and help my patients through my house. I've got kids in the background that are feeling anxious, frustrated, antsy. Um, You've been cooped up in our home for almost 12 days um, with just little walks here and there. And I want to know if you can help us figure out how to better increase the dynamic of health, good nutrition, and basically have some fun as a family through exercise? Well, yes. I mean, I certainly hear you. I am I'm right there with you. Um, we are into our second week as well. I have two young girls, and uh, my husband's now working from home. And so, yeah, you know, I think just like many families, this is not our normal day-to-day. Um, you know, I'm so used to just getting up and we kind of have had our normal morning routine for a while now being in the school year. And I'm finding kind of in real time, I think with other families right now, I too am trying to make this adjustment and make it as, um, as easy as possible. So I can definitely share what I'm doing right now and what's working and, um, and some ideas and things that I, I also will, be implementing with my own family. I would say the number one thing um, in general, I think, is trying to stick with a routine, a, a similar routine for not only work, but also for kind of that school time. Um, and for me, that looks like getting up still at the same time every day. I know that I certainly have been feeling, especially this week, I think the second week in, maybe more of the reality is hitting us. Um, I certainly am having a harder time even just getting out of bed. I feel like, you know, more mentally, it's, it's more of a challenge. However, um, I'm definitely a strong advocate for just getting up, getting ready, hydrating first thing in the morning. And I think as parents, 
that's really where we can start. And, and, and really kind of for the mental um, clarity in that. I like to start my day in that way. I also get breakfast going, get the girls dressed dress just as you would for a normal day, even though it won't look so normally for a while. Well, you're, you're, you're better than I am, Lynn, because my kids have been staying in their pajamas all day, almost every day. It's kind of embarrassing. But I, I, I agree with you. I, you know, I, I'm still trying to get up at my usual time. I'm an early riser. I make a, a to-do list every morning for the last 25 years of my life. And usually it, it takes up an entire page. And it's pretty sad when my to-do list is usually just two or three lines along these days, but I still do it and I still color code it. It's just, these are habits and I think yes. habits are important right now. But Lynn, I want to hear, so, so you get up in the morning at the same usual time, you're hydrating, which is very important. Uh, and we'll talk about nutrition in a little bit with, with you. And what's next? So you're, you're, you're making breakfast for the girls, you said? Yes, making breakfast for the girls. And, and for myself, I mean, typically in the morning, I, you know, I'll have coffee. But, you know, I have to say lately, I'm trying to lean out of having caffeine first thing in the morning. And I think that's mostly just so that I don't get myself into um, an area where I maybe start to feel a little bit too ready to go. Um, because honestly, I'm trying to look at my days now more for the long haul. Um you know, typically in the mornings, a normal day would look like getting up, getting out the door and getting on with things. However, I really am kind of trying food-wise to lean into things that are going to help maintain more of a, a stable energy throughout the day. Um, and I know for me, I'm one that tends to work out in the morning. I like to move my body in the morning. And usually after breakfast for the girls right now, usually after they've had maybe a check-in with some of the schoolwork that they've got. I know a lot of kids right now are and families are trying to navigate, well, what comes next? And, you know, what does that look like? You know, what do my kids need to be working on? Um, I find that for my girls, when I get them moving earlier in the morning, they tend to kind of maybe have... I don't know if it's less energy, but they're able to kind of move into schoolwork or reading or some of the assignments that they have. So when you say you're getting them moving, are, are you doing fun little fitness workouts with them? And if so, can you tell yes. us about what you're doing? Yes. So aside from, I, I still, for my work, I'm continuing to offer online classes for members. But outside of that, once I'm done kind of with that piece of the morning and I need to tend to, to them. And again, I think for all of us, it's kind of this back and forth that is happening many times throughout the day. Um, getting them ready for me and getting them moving looks like a combination of things right now. What has been working the best is either a walk around the neighborhood. Um, my youngest, she is, you know, learning shapes in school. And so, you know, we'll be looking for certain shapes on our walks or we'll be looking for certain colors and, and just trying to kind of engage in that way. Um, but honestly, I think the biggest hit I've landed so far is just doing a family dance party. <laughs> Ooh, tell um, us about some, that. Yes. We, we well, have Nintendo you know, for kids, and so we, we do little dance contests at home. 
but not yes. everyone has Nintendo. So what, how do you guys do it? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, we've, we've used a few different things. I mean, we have used just YouTube music videos that the, the girls like. It typically is, you know, Frozen or something like that. Um, but, you know, we've just pulled up music on, on our phones. We, we've used all kinds of things, the home stereo. Um, and honestly, we just kind of get up and dance. I'm sure it looks pretty silly, but I have to say just getting up, moving around, shaking around, being silly, it, it brings at least some happiness. And I think that that's certainly what we're all looking for. And, you know, a kid for sure, they're not going to be working out maybe like an adult would. They're not, they don't care about sets and reps and they don't care about how many push-ups they did. Um, but they just want to move and they want to smile and they want to laugh. And I think that goes a long ways to kind of setting the tone for the day. Yep. And so I'm just going to add and say that I have young kids too. Not everybody has young children, which obviously this doesn't apply to. You know, I think the lesson that we've learned is routine. Just like you said, Lynn, we get up, we have breakfast. It's best for us to start doing their homework. But I have to be honest, it's it's tough. You know, it's not a school environment. They're they're easily distracted, and they're resistant. They don't want to do homework. And at the end of the day, we realize, you know what? I think this is one of the most horrific times in all of our lives and something that unfortunately our children will remember forever. And again, I've now taken the approach that as long as I can make them happy and less stressed because they feel it, they they know that daddy's listening to the news all the time and they know I'm a physician and I'm always worried about having to go to the hospital and, and, and all that stuff. I mean, they don't know the details obviously, but I think Understanding that the most important thing is to just keep a smile at home, uh, make, you know, keeping it real. Homework will be done, but routine obviously is the best factor. But let's yeah. for the adults, Lynn. So, so I know for myself, I'm a stress eater. Um, like so many of us, I ran to, to Trader Joe's and to Whole Foods and to Costco, and I hoarded tons of bad stuff to eat and and I find myself um I'm a nervous eater so I'll find myself snacking all the time and opening the pantry and I hate to say it but I put on a few pounds um and now that I'm in my second week of doing this I I woke up and I said enough is enough so what can I do because I'm stuck at home and I don't really have unfortunately because I belong to a gym before I, I don't really have exercise equipment in my house I wish I had a treadmill but I don't so can yeah. you, as a fitness instructor, what can I do? Or is there, or do you recommend me joining online? I mean, I know so many gyms today are providing free, free classes online. Um, I want you to tell me how you, how I can better help myself physically. And also maybe you can go into a little nutrition with us. Absolutely. Well, Hey, I mean, you are like everyone right now. I, I am in that category. I, myself, when I'm stressed, I will snack on, you know, more highly refined carbohydrates. It's just, that's what I crave. I think that's, that's probably relatable to so many people. Um, obviously, I think a lot of us could agree that when we tend to eat those things, our mood changes, we don't have as much energy, it's harder to get out of bed, which just kind of exacerbates the already existing issue. Um, so my, 
my tip is always this. I like to look at fitness, especially my passion. But when I think about that, I think that there's never a one size fits all. I think that if prior to being in quarantine, if your regular routine looked like going to an Orange Theory class or a Soul Cycle class, you know, many of those gyms are offering online classes. And I would say, number one, check into that first. And number two, I think because we are in this time, we're home with our families, it's kind of a time to think a little outside the box. And I'll say one thing that we have done at home, even pre-quarantine, um, just to change things up, and it was really successful. We have, as a family, taken post-it notes. And we've, you know, on one post-it note, we said 10 push-ups. On the other post-it note, we had 10 other exercises. And it could be, say, five to 10 different exercises. We put those post-it notes up on a door in, in a room, say the door into the bedroom or the door into the bathroom. And every time you leave that room, you have to complete those exercises. It sounds kind of silly, but I'll tell you, by the end of the day, you have put in maybe an hour's worth of exercise and it's fun and it gets, it gets the kids involved and it gets, you know, the parents involved. And here you go. You've, you've worked, you've been at home, but you've kept moving throughout the day. Um, and I would encourage people to do think outside the box. Uh, number one, those virtual classes are great. Number two, we're going to have to, you know, find new ways to move at home. And, um, and hopefully, you know, hopefully that helps. I think we should start posting online, you know, all of everyone's at-home workouts. But, um, but that one has worked well for us. Yeah, and, you know, now everybody's using Zoom. So I think, exactly. even, you know, I know that my kids are Zooming their friends. And so those maybe are good ways of getting them moving and active. I know we started a uh, – they just started to jump rope. So we're having jump roping contests, and I forgot how hard they are. Um, yeah, it's a great you know, cardio workout. <laughs> great cardio workout. Lynn, the other factor, so I agree with you. I think uh, thinking outside the box in these times, um, finding resources online are, are great. Maybe learning to do some beginner yoga, which gives you a little bit of that mental and emotional and physical stress relief. Um, but I think – there's no greater time than now to make sure, and I'm guilty of it too, but I'm changing my ways, to take care of your body by watching what you're eating. And I think if you could tell us a little bit about what goes on your plate um, instead of pasta and just pasta, um, because I think that we need to keep our immune system strong. We need to stay as healthy as we can to naturally I wouldn't say combat, but help protect us. Yes. Um, you know, when it comes to nutrition, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, I would say they're, they're maybe 50-50. They, they, one needs the other all the time. And like I just said, I can tend to be an emotional eater as well. But here's where I always land. And I have found myself personally and for my family works really well consistently. Number one, kind of like you said, making that mental change, like, you know, you're feeling a certain way, you, you're tired of it, you want to have more control, we'll have that within us. Here's how I kind of approach nutrition. It is to look at every meal that I eat 
as four main things. Now, I can't take credit for this. I've been a longtime fan of a holistic nutritionist who's based here in LA. Her name is Kelly Levesque. And over the last couple of years, I have really fallen in love, actually, with her approach, which is the Fab Four. She's always saying, let's look at protein, fat, fiber, and greens. With every meal, if at all possible, every meal, we want to find where's our protein, our healthy fats, our fiber, and our greens. Um, That has been a really big constant in my life for many years now. And I always find that when I really stick to this, whether it's my own meal or whether I'm preparing food for the kids, um, I feel good throughout the day. I, I think what, what that does, it's turning off those hunger hormones and it's stabilizing our blood sugar, which in turn is going to just make us feel better. It's going to, especially in times like this, help keep those cortisol levels low um, and keep our energy steady. And I think especially now leaning into always picking a protein with every meal, taking a healthy fat, fiber, and greens is really, um, it's going to help us in the long haul for sure. And I mean, I think in general, whether it's nutrition or fitness right now, if there's any bigger motivation right now, it really should be looking at that and saying, you know what, I'm going to make this choice for myself right now. And I have this control. If nothing else is in my control, I have this control. And let the motivation be that, you know, we stay out of the hospital. We stay out of our, our doctor's offices right now so that, you know, hopefully this curve can start to, to go back down. (laughs) So Lynn, let me ask you, are you, uh, are you uh, food prepping early in the week for the rest of the week, or are you just you have enough time now that you're just doing it as you know per meal? Because I know I know normally, typically I like to food prep on on the, over the weekend for the rest, and that makes my life a lot easier. These days, it's just sort of been going with the flow, especially since sometimes you know our refrigerators don't exactly have what it normally would have. Um, any tips on that? Well, I, you know, I'm similar in that way. Typically, we will food prep more on the weekend. Just it makes the week easier. Right now, it is a little bit more meal to meal, and you know, as long as I always kind of look at it, as long as I have kind of the the main things on my plate that I know are going to keep me satiated and keep my blood sugar even and my mood more even. Um, we are just kind of going meal to meal in that, in that fashion. Where's the protein? Where's the fat, the fiber and the greens? Um, you know, I'm trying to maybe not food prep for the entire week right now, but maybe just food prep for two or three days out where we are kind of eating similar things for a couple of days before moving on. And that has also allowed us to, you know, try and get food, you know, for our family, we're trying not even to go to the grocery store, so we are relying a little bit more on grocery delivery. But it can be a little bit challenging right now. And yeah, so, especially when delivery and, dates are so sporadic. Yes, they really are. So, you know, I'm trying, I think in general with with work and exercise and, and nutrition, trying not to force it too much, that it has to be this way for an entire week or two weeks out. Um, it's a little bit more day to day. And so far that 
that's working. Although I suppose that <laughs> that might change as we maybe are stuck at home a little bit longer. So, um, you know, I think the take home message for everyone is keeping realistic expectations, trying to stick to as much of a routine as possible, having fun with your kids and keeping them entertained, which is hard enough, but I think is crucial. You mentioned yeah. dance parties. You mentioned uh, post-its, which I thought was a great idea. Uh, I'm going to start doing that one for sure. Um, anything else you want to tell us? I know, you know, you run a company called Fit for Mom, and I'm going to bring you on the show another time to talk about what you do with pregnant moms, both during pregnancy and after pregnancy, which I think is so important. And you've done some great work out here in Santa Monica. But before, I, I know this is a stressful time for everybody. So just as a reminder, we're doing our best. If you're not eating great, yeah. do your best, I think, is, 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 is the take-home message. Um, anything you want to say to the audience, Lynn? You know, I would say, especially uh, a couple of things. I think one of the pieces here that is also really important that we probably don't talk about much is making sure that we're also checking in, not just with ourselves, but checking in with our spouses or our partners and our kids. Um, for myself, that has looked like just having some one-on-one conversation with my husband about, hey, how are you feeling, number one? What are your thoughts about, you know, this next week? What does your work schedule look like this next week? Um, what are the kind of must-do things that you have going on? And we, we go back and forth in those ways, kind of laying out the schedule for the next week, and then checking in with the kids. I mean, like you had said earlier, um, I know some kids are going to be really young, and they might not even remember this even happening. But for me, my eight-year-old is pretty aware of what's going on. And I'd love to add in one thing that we have done as a family, and this is literally our third day doing this, but it has been really well received. And I have to say, I, I really enjoyed this piece. So a few days ago, I put two jars on our kitchen table. One jar is labeled gratitude and the other jar is labeled problem. So during the day at any point, um, we all write down one thing that we're grateful for. We put it in that jar. Throughout the day, before dinner time, we write down one thing that we're having a problem with or, or struggling with or frustrating with. We write that down and we put that in the other jar. Then we come together at dinner, which I, number one, I mean, outside of quarantine, I always am a big advocate for eating together. But um, at dinner time, we pull out of the jar and we read aloud the gratitude and the, and the problem or the frustration. And with the frustration, we try and kind of problem solve as a family. And what I have found that just recently in light of everything that's going on, it's pretty interesting hearing um, how my kids are, you know, feeling about what is happening and that it kind of lends itself very well to open up that conversation and, um, and I think also to keep a positive perspective with having gratitude, even in these hard times. So yeah, I would love point. to add that in. Good. And, and I think that's all about, that all boils down to communication, whether it's with your kids, your spouse. I think you nailed it. We have to have some one-on-ones with the kids, with our own spouses and partners. Um, anyways, Lynn, I wanted to thank you. This was just a short segment just to tell the audience a little bit about what a fit for mom does with her family during an isolation pandemic. 
And I will talk to you on another podcast very shortly. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn, for taking the time from your family. I know everyone's isolated for sharing your tips on making isolation as productive as possible. I also want to give you guys a little tease, which is my next podcast is going to be discussing ways using natural remedies, essential oils, as well as vitamins in order to boost your immune system, which I think at this at a time like this is so important. I look forward to talking to you about it on the next podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Women's Health and Beyond with Dr. David Goslin. If you found this episode informative, be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to ask Dr. Goslin a question, please visit our website at www.davidgoslin.com or connect on all social media platforms at David Goslin. We'll see you next week for another episode.